What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our 5 p.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. I hate it when I people think like this is like, oh, that's a Pentecostal church. No, it's a it's a it's a Bible church. Oh, that's a charismatic church. No, it's a Holy Spirit filled church. Um, it's a woke church. It's a church that's believing for something. Church. It's a worship in spirit and truth church. John 4 says, these are the kind of people I'm looking for that will put their stuff aside and worship me in spirit and in truth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh, just got a little revelation real quick. Have anybody heard that scripture, um, I will not let the rocks cry out? Like, honestly, a rock will never cry out louder than you, even if you're quiet. But rocks are dead. I mean, there's, you get what I'm saying. They ain't doing nothing. Um, let me help you there. People trample on rocks. He said, if your salt loses its flavor, you will be good for nothing and you will be trampled over. This is what I think a rock is in that scripture is a world that is godless or I can go to a Christian that has not awakened dead I will not let a rock cry out I will not let a fan of a white caps game that don't believe in God out praise me out fan me I will not let a Toronto Raptors fan out cheer my God man There will be no rock. There will be nothing. There is nothing that is dead that should have a greater praise than someone that's really alive. And let me help you, help you, help you, help you, help you, help you, help you. If you hate it when I challenge us to worship, you this is we'll do this forever. I'm I'm gonna challenge you forever because there's a call in our house to to Jesus spun around rejoicing uh the lord says that uh um uh jesus is the son of who david he said i will restore the tabernacle of who david so if you want to know what kind of praise god adores is a david praise keep your clothes on but go ahead give god a little bit of praise right now yes Hey man, you can be seated, you can be seated. In a nutshell, I'm just happy I once was blind, but now I see I was lost and now I'm found. I'm just really excited about that. You know how you you excited if you lose your phone and then you find your phone? Well, I'm excited that the Lord found me. Now I can answer my call. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. I'm excited about my salvation. I'm going to let the whole world know. I'm going to be a witness. I want people to be like, what he geeked up about? Please ask me. Please ask me. Uh, We're going to see where we land tonight. 
Um, we, op- we, we shared some stuff today, Numbers 14, 1 through 12 in the uh, message. Um, I really would like to sh- dive into stewardship, but I really think this is important based on some of the things that came up last week in the message. It was this challenge. The Lord moved up on us to um, challenge the church, Noel, to uh, not go against the law at all. Right, but we we praise. How many people uh, commend martyrs? All right, like a martyr, somebody who dies for the gospel. Right, we we rave about the underground churches and all that stuff, and I'm like, but it's crazy because we persecute each other in Northern America for trying to find a church that's open. They're downstairs risking their life for the gospel, and then we persecute somebody because they five feet closer. Let me tell you something. The Lord is only asking us to have a Northern American martyrdom. What we have to compromise for to advance the gospel is nowhere near some of these other countries and continents. And we throw a fit. Like these are people willing to give up their lives for the gospel. But then we got people calling the cops on people who have in church. Now, I get it. There is some law around there. But how you don't know, don't persecute the people. You don't know if God called them to go to church. What if the Lord says one of those challenges to him, do you love me? Well, keep the people in the building. I see Jesus walking the the tightrope all the time. Legally, he wasn't supposed to heal on the, on the Sabbath. That was the law then. So did Jesus break the law? Question. I'm asking. Did Jesus break the law? He did. Did he? Did he break the law or did he establish a new way? Wait, he did both? Which one? <laughs> oh, can we get back to praising the Lord, please? Um, when he asked Abraham to go kill his son, sacrifice your son? Uh, when the woman with the issue of blood left her house illegally, Did she break the law? If she did, why did God heal her? We could probably go on and on and dig through a whole lot of, and no one's saying, please stay six feet deep, wear your mask, do what you got to do. But I think where the Lord is frustrated with his church is because we're not even trying to find a way to have church. We're not even seeking, okay, well, maybe, God, you're, you're, my season up over there. Where are you sending me? Where are you taking me? Let me read Dr. Bonnie's orders some more. Lord, reveal to me something. There's got to be. I know what she ordered is a guideline. And Jesus always 
stayed within the guidelines, and then the Lord gave them wisdom on how to respond. And then, even if it was a little risky, he counted the cost and was willing to be persecuted for it. The Northern American church does not want to be persecuted. Then we'll judge the United States for people that's just swarming the streets having church. Wait a minute, what are we in this world for? Are we here for a dope career? Are we here to advance the kingdom of God? Dr. Bonnie said we can gather outside. Now we still need to be socially distanced. But there's no one frustrated that the church doors are closed, but food court is open. There's nobody frustrated that the mall is deemed an essential service and the church isn't. Nobody? Like that doesn't bother the church here in Canada. That, that does You don't lose sleep trying to ask God what's a strategy so the church can get back together. Like, have, you, have we gotten lulled to sleep and just like, okay, cool, we could adjust. Cool, I don't have to be at church. True, the church is not the building. Just like, you know, your job with, your, the building your job is in wouldn't be for a purpose without you in it, without the company in it. But the building your company or your job is in has a purpose. Because your company may not be the same company if it worked out your house or at your homie's house. Neither was the church meant to be in places that's used um, let me say it this way. When you have a place that's dedicated solely for Jesus, that's not a place you stay away from. Old school saints used to say God's house. We say we go into church. Um, I think we go into God's house. And in God's house, there's freedom, there's power, there's family, there's dreams, there's strategies, there's refreshing, there's something that happens when the children of God come together. And no one's saying, but, but what I'm saying, man, does it bother you that the church don't have a home? Like, churches are being shut down, that doesn't bother you. Just because your church is open doesn't mean that the body isn't getting attacked. Pastors who are called are being discouraged right now, ready to quit. They're go Man, there is pastors finding full-time jobs. And Dr. Bonnie opening the doors again does not mean that people are going to have their shepherd again. So Jesus comes on the scene and he says, man, I move with compassion because I see sheep without a shepherd. It's only so much shepherding you can do on Zoom. (laughs) 
And so last week, it just came over me. And I look back at the tape, and we posted some stuff. The tape, I mean the stream, old school. And I was like, ooh, that's going to rub some people the wrong way. But I'm willing to pay the price. Because I believe in this city, this city need a little bit of rubbing the wrong way. In a holy way, though, in a wise way, where even if they get mad at you, it's like, how are you going to get mad at that? You're challenging people's thinking. So we will be the church that go to Jack Poole Plaza. If she extends, if she extends, I'm, I guess this is the time to tell you what I have in mind. If she extends uh, after February 5th, we're going we to have an outdoor anniversary service. I ain't playing. We're going to do it somewhere. We're going we gonna to have a three-year anniversary rally because you got to say rally. You got to say rally. And sometimes you got to shake stuff up to get a conversation. Come on, man. We got this whole city, 5,000-plus people know well rallying for Black Lives Matter. And then after that, they didn't matter. Because if it mattered, then the, 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 the pursuit for equality would still be just as present. And so people get caught up in emotions because they don't want to be the one who didn't show up to the rally. <laughs> so the moment she said February 5th, say 5th. I said, Bernadette, read over those orders and find me something. And so one line says, you can meet like having board meetings, leadership meetings, staff meetings, preferably Zoom, but you can meet to have meetings for your organization or development, whatever, however that meeting looks. And then there was one more thing. You got that on your phone? Can you get that to me? I'm going to read it so you know it ain't my words. I'm about to read what Dr. Bonnie said. You ain't going to get me. Oh, you know where we going to, huh? Who put that scripture up there? Yeah, don't put it up yet. Take it down, take it down, because we got a bunch of smart people, and they start reading and forget, so they, they won't stay focused with me. Amen. Say authentic. The cool thing about authentic is it's like real-time stuff, like real-time thoughts, real-time emotions. This is how I'm feeling right now, and I just want to thank you all now. Good to see you, sir. Or good to see part of you. <laughs> okay, here we go. So here we go. It, it describes all these legalities. An event and all these different things, right? And, and so we get down and I say, as soon as February. See, I was kind of frustrated when he was like, oh, it's extended. 
Um, and I was like, God, what are you telling the church? Open our eyes. Give, give me some. Open our eyes. And I said, Grace, text Bernadette or Pastor Danielle, one of you. Text Bernadette and tell her to, I use this word, but I don't mean it in a crooked way. Find me a loophole. Loopholes aren't bad. If you didn't have loopholes, your pants would be falling. Amen. Let's take back what the devil stole from us. <laughs> they not thugs. They just got sweatpants with no loops in them. That's it. I'm trying to face ID Bernadette. Bernadette, but it locked up. It only recognized my face. Come on, Bernadette. People ain't used to being out of the program like this this long. Like, they, they need, they need a, they waiting for a scripture. You know you're on camera, right? You don't mind. Hey, this Bernadette. She a club promoter, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> So it says, see, this is something that is allowed. Say allowed. Support group meetings, critical service meetings, meals provided for people in need, weddings, baptisms, and funerals, programs for children and youth, occup occupational training. Number one. Subject to provisions of this part, a person may permit a place other than a private residence or vacation accommodation to be used for or may organize a host or host. So what he's saying, what I'm about to list, it can happen anywhere other than your, a private residence. Number one, a support group meeting. Number two, a critical service meeting which cannot be held at the workplace or provided virtually. A meal provided without charge to people in need. A wedding, baptism, funeral, a program for children or youth, occupational training which cannot. And then it says that for a support group, you can have 50 people. I don't know if you guys understand what the church is. Um, we supposed to help people's inner man heal, mental illness, uh, overcoming depression, anxiety. We are a source of joy, a source of rehabilitation. The Bible talks about things, renew your mind. The Bible breaks down how we got this jacked up mind in the first place. The Bible talks about healing. It talks about the inner man. And understand, the Lord blessed us with a ministry called Good Life. Right? And so, and so we have the good life. We are able to hit you in three different locations. That's your spirit, that's your soul, and that's your body. Oh, we got a health group. So February 5th, if she decides to, um, if she decides to extend it, we are going to launch LoveQuest Health Group on Saturday evenings. Okay. 
okay? Um, we may not stream it because I'm sure you're not streaming AA meetings, right? So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we 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 gonna we gonna have some nice marketing. Our our videos gonna have spa music in the background. Have you been struggling with depression? Have you been struggling with anxiety? Well, come to the good life where we focus on the soul. We focus on the spirit. You want your mind renewed? Have you experienced loss of loved ones? Are you grieving right now? Well, come be a part of a community that will uplift your spirits and give you the jolt you need to get through a very dark time. They got the nerves, JT, to say, you can have music too. It just the people from, from the band or the 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 cajon player or the wherever the music come from, you gotta be, I think, three, it's already two meters we gotta be apart, correct? So I think it's like three meters that you have to be from the singer. So help groups can have 50 people, 50 patrons. And music. Um, we're going to teach you some breathing exercise that will release toxins in your life. the church's eyes it may not look traditional but if we got to play within the guidelines you're not going to stop the church of Jesus Christ Lord give us wisdom now let me now, now this is a little inside joke it ain't too inside because we streaming right now but that's okay I think some people if you recovering or battling addiction we should be a little more Concerned about where you've been. Hi, my name's John. I'm two days sober. But then if you've been in any certain kind of place for over the last week, you got to stay away from people for two weeks. But you're talking about people who may be homeless. You're talking about people who are out on the street corners are able to gather 50, even, even if they're six feet apart. Is the church not a support group? Does the church at its very foundation has come to break darkness off of people's lives? So we found it. We're going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna put that little script right there on the back of the flyer. We're going to put it on and we're going to RSVP. We're going to do everything. We're not asking, can we take off masks or can we? We're not asking for the law to change. But we're asking for the city, the, 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 the province, the government to um, relook at what you see the church's purpose is in this city. And ain't nobody going to help the government understand that except us. That's why we have to what? Be the church. Oh, but I think it's set up because soon as people start getting healed, the spirit of pharmacia start breaking off of people's lives. That's why I believe God is looking for a place where he could just abide. 
And when chains start breaking, when people beginning, be, become gradually or even overnight, whatever it is, get free from medications, blood pressures drop because people are fasting now. They have more understanding of their health. Man, we can hit you with nutrition. We can hit you with physical health. We can hit you with resource. We can help you. And that's why we're crying out, God, send us resources. Send us people that believe in what you're doing here. So we'll let you know if you, if, if you have any mental health issues going on. We're going to be launching our health group if she extends. If she extends. I pray she doesn't. I pray she doesn't does I pray she does open the doors up because people are people's souls are aching. Stay with us, Eon. Malia need Jesus, so don't distract her. Yeah, go to that scripture that you, um, I'm going to skip this scripture and I'll go back. Go to Acts 4, Acts 4. Thank you, Jesus. I think that's, that's what Jesus' urgency was, Vanilli. I think that's why Jesus was willing to risk it all because he cared more about the broken than the opinions of man. Jesus, I could imagine, didn't lose sleep because he was depressed. He lost sleep because somebody else was depressed. I think he was, his soul was restless. He was moved with compassion. He had a crazy hunger to see people free. I don't know what you're talking about. Acts 4.13. I'm going to read it. And there is salvation in and through no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by and in which we must be saved. Now, when they saw the boldness and unfettered eloquence of Peter and John, who is they? These religious folk, political folk, when they saw the boldness and unfettered eloquence of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and untrained in the schools. Common men with no educational advantages, they marveled and they recognized that they had been with who? Jesus. You cannot be with Jesus and not have the heart of Jesus. And there's a location that says they turned the city upside down. When they saw the boldness, when they were under, under persecution, they said, Lord, their prayer was, Lord, give us more courage to keep on pressing. Acts 8, 1 through 4 says, now those who were scattered abroad went about through the land from place to place 
preaching the glad tidings, the word, the doctrine concerning the attainment, the attainment through Christ of salvation in the kingdom of God. So when the church was scattered, guess what happened? It multiplied. So even if we're scattered right now during COVID, our doors are closed. Guess what should be happening? The church should be growing. But the church didn't grow because the, the apostles were growing the church. The church grew because the people that the apostles impacted began to share the gospel. Are you sharing the gospel or are you busy? You see the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they said, throw me in the furnace, but I will not compromise. And even if my God does not get us out the furnace, I'm still, I will still worship him. Boldness, courage. I will not bow down to the times. I'm not going to disobey you. At the same time, I will not compromise my covenant with God. And look how God came through Noel. He said, throw me in the furnace because I'm not bowing down. Put me in the fire. And what happened? It was in the fire that Jesus showed up. <laughs> it was in the furnace that Jesus showed up. It was in the furnace. Acts 4.29. So now, Lord, listen to their threats to harm us. Empower us. Listen to their threats to harm us. Empower us. They didn't ask for them to be taken away. He said, keep the thorn in my side. Keep the persecution. Keep the lockout right where it is. Give us courage to march forward. The prayer should not be, Lord, open the doors. The prayer should be, Lord, give us courage because we're about to go out the doors. Empower us as your servants to speak the word of God freely and courageously. Stretch out your hand of power through us to heal, listen, and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. Listen, the prayer is, in the midst of the persecution... Show the city, show the world that you're with us. And they will only see that God is with us through signs and wonders. Because they do not understand spirit, but they do understand signs. I take this and I say this, Noel. Might this be a time where the Lord is saying revival is about to land for those that think revival is not here? Revival is now. While the world is watching and looking for searching for answers, revival is now. See, we wanted revival to be at a specific church. And the Lord said, now, no, I need the church to spill into the streets and you're going to watch some signs and wonders happen. You know, when we were at Jackpool Plaza, I don't care how many people was there, wasn't there, but guess who was there? The news. And guess who did cover it? The news. And the Lord said, that was only a seed. All you did was establish territory and stretch out your tent pegs. Next time, the more we go out in faith, the more we go out, 
the more people will join us. Would you rather miracles to happen in here or would you rather miracles to happen in Jackpool Plaza? <laughs> uh, Lord, send us people who make your kingdom a priority. And it said at that moment, the earth shook beneath them, causing the building they were in to tremble. Each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit, and they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness. It didn't say they went to church faithfully. It says they were the church unapologetically. Even when the doors open, they only open one day a week. The other six days, what you doing? You think God prefer to use you six days or one? And let me help you. The one is to empower you for the six. She didn't take away the six. She took away the one. So what you doing with the six? Maybe when you start using the six, they'll open up the one. <laughs> what if he let the one stay closed until you open up the six? You can clap. Don't be scared to clap. One person clap, you know what I'm saying? Just make it clap. Yes, absolutely. Some of y'all wouldn't. Some of y'all wouldn't know. Some of y'all wouldn't know. Some of y'all wouldn't know. Thank you, Jesus. Where you go? Here you go. Exodus 14, 9. The Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, and his horsemen, and his army, and overtook them encamped at the Red Sea. When Pharaoh drew near, verse 10, the Israelites looked up. Say, looked up. And behold, the Egyptians were marching after them. And the Israelites were exceedingly, what? Frightened and cried out to the Lord, Verse 11, and they said to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? To catch you up, they were in bondage, enslaved in Egypt. And they're in a position where they're crying to go back to where they came from. The Lord has delivered them from a place and they're crying to go back because moving forward is more uncomfortable than staying behind. It says, they said to Moses, 
Why have you treated us this way and brought us out of Egypt? In other words, Pastor T, why you keep challenging me? Why you keep trying to help me renew my mind? Won't you just let me be who I used to be? I was comfortable. Now all the time I'm thinking about. Now all the time I'm challenged. Why are we fasting? You brought us out here to fast, to die? You suggested taking away meat so we could die? Wasn't nothing wrong with sugar, organic sugar. <laughs> you brought us out here, we're fasting because you're trying to kill us. <laughs> You're worshiping long. You're trying to kill us, Noel. Why are you guys keep worshiping? What? Just 90 minutes. You guys keep going longer. Did you just take us past our limits to kill us? Do you want us to fall out of love with God? Because church this way, I don't want it. I want to go back to church where I'm not challenged. But I got cool people around me. I got community groups I was fine there. The pastor wasn't in my business. The pastor didn't have a prophetic word for me. I, I, like, like, I was comfortable there. Now I come here, you want me to sing a little louder. <laughs> Y'all always raising a hallelujah. I come here, and it's loud, but somehow I love it. Don't trip in a couple weeks. We're going to get new speakers. That's going to be beautiful. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Why you keep doing recaps? We heard that scripture last week. No, you didn't hear it, though. Why you keep doing them lover meetings? Why we got to have huddles with the word in it, too? We about to hear the word. Why you keep giving a word before the word and after the word? Why, what's shepherd's pie? That's another word. And then why you keep having emergency meetings? You always pivoting. <laughs> you just keep on pivoting. <laughs> because God is doing something. God knows what you need too. There's freedom in the Red Sea. He says, did we not tell you Egypt, in Egypt, let us alone? So it was a time when they were in bondage, they were rebellious. So Moses is going to Pharaoh saying, let my people go, but they don't want to go. They like, I can see them. They see Moses going up to talk to Pharaoh every day. And they're like, man, why do he keep talking to him? We want to stay. Like, we get meals. We, we out here, you know, sweating bullets and backaches and getting whipped. But at least we. <laughs> why Moses keep on trying to break us free? Why he fighting so hard for my freedom? Didn't we tell you to leave us alone? Oh, my God. Now, Pastor T got Pastor Dylan texting. They think they slick. I know Pastor T told Dylan to text me. <laughs> he, 
he really don't want to just have coffee with me. He think I'm one of them fish. He trying to be a fisher of men. I ain't no fish. <laughs> Leave me alone. He says, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. The wilderness was a longer route than God intended, but the wilderness was longer than God intended for them. The Lord wanted to take them the longer route, which wasn't supposed to take as long, because they would have encountered a fight that they would have fainted in. And sometimes the Lord is taking you through a longer route to equip you to strengthen you and to prepare you. What seems long is God's love. Verse 13, Moses told the people, fear not. Look at somebody, say fear not. And stand still. For some people, that's good advice. I don't got to do nothing. I don't got to go nowhere. I just got to stand still. That's not what God meant. This stand still, Anna, is not like, cool, God going to go fight for me, and I get to just stand right here, and then he going to come back and get me and be like, coast clear. He said, stand still, which means be firm, confident, and undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. This is amazing right here. That sounds like a really good speech, huh? And I know we get loud sometimes and we get like real riled up and when we're exhorting and everybody's like, whoa, and I can imagine. Just like sometimes here, there was people there looking at them, what they getting excited about. And then he goes forward. Look at what he says. For the Egyptians you have seen today, you shall never see again. The pressure you are experiencing today, it is on its way out. The persecution you are experiencing today, because you're moving forward, it is on its way out. And he says, the Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. Say that. The Lord will fight for you. But here's my advice to you. If you want to see the results of the Lord fighting for you, you have to make decision. <laughs> you cannot sit in the middle. You have some decisions to make at the top of the year if you want to see the victory the Lord has went forth and already won for you. Where you're going, not everybody can go. He says, and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. Great speech, Moses. And this is the Lord's response to him, Natalia. Why do you cry to me? Acute speech to the people is not necessarily acute speech to God. Because the Lord says, I want you to understand, the standstill came from Moses, not God. I'll say it again. The standstill came from Moses, not God. Here's what God tells them to do. Tell the people of Israel to what? Go forward. 
I'm here to give you a simple, simple thing today. In COVID, no matter what the government does, the Lord says, go forward. Go forward with what he promised for 2021, despite the restrictions and guidelines. Go forward with what he promised for your family, for your household, for your business. Go forward. Say, go forward. And then he says, lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. The thing that I gave you, the gift, the call that I have given you, that I've anointed, stretch it out. And he says, stretch your hand out over your circumstance. Whatever you're believing to break through, the Lord says, stretch your hand out and, 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 and declare over it. <laughs> and he says, and divide it. And the Israelites shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And the angel of God who went before the host of Israel moved and went behind them trying to help us elder Pam you want to know where the Lord is in this season Othniel Noel Kalepi for the longest the Lord has been in front of you showing you him showing you his will protecting you and when he's in front of you there's things he's allowed you not to see but we're in a season where the Lord is repositioning himself and he's moving behind you. And when the Lord moves behind you, he says, I've guided you enough. Now live out of your spirit and your union with me and go forward so I can prove to you what's in you. We're taking the training wheels off. And you've, you're, you're now around enough people with faith that even your little bit will still work. See, because God takes the accumulation of the body's faith. That's why he says where two or three come together. Because you can have tiny faith, you can have medium faith, I can have large faith. He's not taking it because the mountain's not moved because my large faith. It's because of large, medium, and small together. Because without, without small and medium, my faith's still not as big. That's why I need you. That's why I need to worship with you. Because my shout alone is not, it, it could only do a little bit, but our shout together, woof. And we're in a season where he says, how I've guided you before, I will not guide you the same way. It's time to learn how to drink out of a regular cup. The sippy cup. We're weaning you off. Having to be affirmed all the time. We're weaning you off. Your gift being on the shelf because people, there's no room for you. God, they, they don't need another one. We're weaning you off. The Lord says, use what I gave you. Take your gift off the shelf and stretch out your rod. 
come. For some of you, the Lord is not going to allow you to tolerate complacency and excuses. You are not going to be able to tolerate complacency and excuses. They will begin to irritate you. Be angry and sin not. But the Lord is going to call some of you to thrust forth in an accelerated way. He says, and God went before the host of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of the cloud went from before them and stood behind them, coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. Why did he move behind you? Not only, number one, because it's time for you to go forward and trust him. But it's also because he's protecting you from what's behind you. You ready for this? He's also standing behind you. So whenever you do decide to look back, you don't see where you came from. You just see him. You know how T-Pain said, all we do is win, 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 right? See, it's, it, we're in a season where you have been so enthralled in the world. You have been so, you're going to look back. And all you're going to see is a word. All you're going to see is God. All you're going to see is his faithfulness. That's all you're going to see. Because you've went too long Frightened. You about to go check on the score of the game. He, he, you went too long fighting. I think the Saints lost. I think they think they lost. <laughs> he bet on the game. He bet on the game, y'all. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Real time. That's what I'm talking about. Real time. Real time. Say real time. You guys have to get this picture for your week. See on. The church wants to keep looking back to 2019. They want to keep looking back to a perfect service and a night. No, no, no. I heard some people that would never say this. People are going to either settle for streaming or they're looking for a non like they're looking for a church that ha that's alive. Right? No, 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 no more. We're not going back. And if you're not able to produce alive, you're going to struggle. If you're not able to produce elect, authentic electricity, not a show. I'm talking about if it ain't no lights and if it ain't no top-notch speakers, the anointing. The anointing. Man. I thank God from I thank God for ground up because when we do get good stuff and we have good stuff, thank the Lord for it. But when we get our custom earphones and all whatever God bless us with, we not gonna be our identity won't be in the building that God built. Our identity is gonna be in the God that built it. Amen. I'm not more anointed because I got lights. I'm not more anointed because I got amazing speakers. I'm not anointed because there's a thousands of watts on the stage. The boom, boom can't anoint me. I was anointed before I was formed in my mama's womb in Jesus' name. 
say I'm anointed. Don't no sound make me. There's folks that would have never stepped in this building because it's too traditional. But what about God preserving something he, he, he built 112 years ago? We so new that we can't, be, we can't help God preserve a house that he built for himself 112 years ago? We can't pull the oil off the walls? These are original pews. What a privilege we have to sit in history. And then we decide to do church in schools. Guess what? They closed. I'm glad that we didn't settle for a gym, settle for a movie theater. I'm glad God brought us an office before we got a building to have a church. I'm glad he gave us a hub to build the church instead of a building to have church. See, God knew what he was doing. When I was looking for a building for us, the Lord says, son, you're not finding one because the strategy is wrong. You're only going to use that building for one day a week. I need you to find a building for seven days a week to build my church. And the moment we found the place to equip his people was then when he gave us a place to worship with his people. And I believe... And that's why we've been, we have not been homeless through this time. I believe God is calling his bride to stop having pity parties, to stop, be, stop being comfortable, take off her flats and put on her heels. Yeah, that's the posture. We ready to go. We ready to go. You too comfortable in your little flats. No, Lord said, put your heels on and get ready just like a like a gazelle we always ready we ready to go no you can't fight flat-footed go, go and try to run flat-footed go and try to run flat-footed no you you got to be on them toes y'all see Andrew doing that exercise just on his toes like what are you doing dude but them to the, hey, the toes put you in a position. It put you in a position. And I think it's church. We need to get off our heels and get on our toes. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord calls the sea to go back. By strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided what they thought they were gonna walk in and drown in it was in the sea the Lord did the miracle it was in the darkness the Lord did the miracle it was in the uncertainty going forward in uncertainty the Lord did the miracle and the Egyptians pursued them, and we know the story. And then he had to stretch his rod to close the sea. 
And there was one passage where it says that Aaron's sister and the ladies begin to praise God when they got across. Let me challenge us. She had the right praise on the wrong side. <laughs> we have to be a church that worships God on the other side of the sea, not once we get to the promise. The Lord will take your praise, Sion, but the true test of God character, the true test of trusting God is I'm going to praise God with the Egyptians on my back, not once my enemy has been devoured. I'm going to praise him in the presence of my enemy. And I declare that LoveQuest will always have a praise no matter what side of the season we're on. I want you to write this down. The doors being shut does not shut down the Great Commission. We do not need buildings to fulfill the Great Commission. And then number two, because you don't have a ministry to serve in right now, doesn't mean you don't have a mission to live for right now. Your Christianity is not based on community groups and a serving position. You have a mission to live for. You have a gospel to share to brokenhearted people. You have people that need to see your joy pure you don't need a substance to have joy. I don't know who you are, but I really, really, really believe that the Lord is calling you out. You have too much anointing in you. Can you put up Zechariah 8, verse 21 through 23? We'll close. You have too much anointing in you. Too much anointing in you. I said it this morning, the way to stay full is to live empty. Kingdom, 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 kingdom. The way you stay full is to remain empty. I'll keep saying it for you to, for you, for you to catch it. The way you remain full is you stay empty. Um, you are not anointed and gifted as you are to stay clogged up, filled up with your own plans, your own way. What God has put inside of every last one of you he put it there for you to pour it out. And as long as you pour it out, guess what he'll do? He'll fill you up. And you pour it out, and he'll fill it up. And you pour it out every day, and he'll fill it up. And you pour it out, and you fill it up. That's why when I go home on Sunday nights, when I lie down on my bed, man, 
I just want to be empty. I don't want to regret I didn't say what God told me. I don't want to regret that God showed that there was someone who needed the service a little bit longer because he was just getting to them. Understand this. I am just orchestrating an atmosphere. It would not be fair because I shut down a service in 90 minutes because you got somewhere to go. But somebody came today who was ready to commit suicide and the Lord couldn't get to him until two hours later. You're not the only one that needs a breakthrough. You're not the only one that needs to experience a touch of God. Have you ever came to the service to worship for someone else's breakthrough? You have to get to a point where you stop coming to church for you. But you're coming to contribute to an atmosphere so someone that does not know Jesus can experience Jesus. Your hands should not be lifted every Sunday just for you. You should be pouring out. There should be more intercessors here on Sunday than it is receivers. Because if your mind, if you intercede, that's a posture of pouring. And as you're interceding, he is going to make sure you have all of your needs met. You intercede for someone else, he will intercede for you. Pour it out. Stop worrying about yourself. Pour it out. Don't worry about how you look clapping. Maybe your clap is going to bring somebody a breakthrough. So if God says, oh, clap your hands unto the Lord, oh, clap your hands unto the Lord. If he says rejoice, rejoice. You don't know somebody next to you can look good. But going home to some broken mess and you're not even aware of their brokenness right right next to you you ever find out somebody killed themselves or they died that you just finished talking to you don't ever want to just leave out of the church just only about you when are you gonna get well enough to contribute to others deliverance you ain't delivered yet, huh? You're not delivered yet. You've been going to church for 10 years. You didn't went to five, six, seven churches. Why aren't you delivered? Is God not moving? Because I don't think God is, is, is not done his part. Are you not believing? Do you keep questioning God with the wrong motives? Are you trying to make God prove something to you? He don't have to prove nothing to you. He gave his only begotten son for you. Believe it or not. But you getting in the way of somebody else's freedom because there's a group of people only you're called to right now. Who is God asking you to forgive? Maybe you struggle in forgiving. But how selfish. What if when you came to Jesus, he's like, nah, you sinful. You broke my heart. Really? Oh. Release the same grace that was extended to you. Break free. Fly. Soar. Don't be a bound Christian. get Zachariah next week 
Things are going to look different when the door is open. This entire place will be full. Not so we can go around and be like, oh, man, that church, they growing. No. I want people, let me tell you, this is, this is my real heart's desire. You ask my wife up there. You, look, I don't want seats filled if the people in the seats ain't filled. Not at all. What I want to see with more people, we could reach further. We could do more. But I want to see a house full of radically changed people. I want God to send people so we could send people. It's just, the Lord has spoken it too much. When these doors open, will we be ready for the bursting that is going to take place? Have God sent you to love quest? To just take, take, take and get, get, get? Or has God called you in a prophetic moment of love quest? to be a part of receiving what's coming. I wouldn't wait another day. You don't need doors open to have pastors. The church is not a recreation center. The church is a, the greatest institute in earth. And we should show the world what it looks like to love to be happy, joyful, to have real peace that cannot be shaken. We, the church, this isn't just another religion. This is the only one where someone died for you, defeated death so that you can be reconciled back to the Father. The only one. Jesus deserves it all. And I'm not telling you this from no other way but my own personal experience. That woman up there did, she used to laugh at Christians. They used to make fun of Christians. That's what the world do. We hypocrites. But God got a hold of her heart. She got baptized. She got filled with the Spirit, received her heavenly prayer language, and never would have thought she was going to be a pastor. Is there anybody here willing to find out what God has planned for you? I look at Kalepi over there. Man brought me so much joy walking out and seeing him on that base. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a mama and daddy prayer answer. That's, that's a miracle. That's revival. And you've been places where you should have died. But God's timing is so perfect. Kim got her a brand new husband. 
<laughs> Every woman needs a mighty man of God that will lead his family to Jesus and represent Jesus in that household and be unwavering. My wife don't need a man that's going to be double-minded, lukewarm. And I'm so excited to see you men on fire for Jesus. I think one of the most beautiful things to see is a man cry for something other than losing money or a woman. To see a man cry for another man that gave his life for them. To see men dance, that's like men, masculine, you know what I'm saying? You see a muscular man like JT around here just dancing like, ugh. To see big old burly hikers, hitchhikers like Pastor Dylan. No, I'm just playing. He more than a hitchhiker. <laughs> yes. Father, thank you for soul wealth, prosperity in our souls. Love came down and lifted me. They hung them high, they stretched them wide, but that's love. Lord, my prayer is that you set your children on fire. People are making decisions tonight. People are making love quests and wherever they go to church or just a commitment to try you, to get rooted, to get planted, to be pastored, to be led, to be accountable. Lord, save this city. Save our families. Holy Spirit, help us know you. Help us know our Savior. Help us, Lord. May the peace of God that transcends all understanding May we choose to walk in that peace. I declare we're not going back. I won't go back to the way it used to be. No more chains. They're breaking. They're broken. Free indeed. Free indeed. 
Why don't you just lift your hands right where you are? And right where you are, you talk to the Father. Maybe as simple as, Lord, reveal yourself to me. Maybe it's, Lord, forgive me for being an unforgiving person. Or maybe it's, Holy Spirit, lead me. Maybe for someone it's, Lord, I surrender. But you and the Lord right there where you are. You can't think, talk to him. Like, use your mouth. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's here. He's within you. Lord, we love you. Thank you for saving our souls. I think I hear Sion's voice. Is that you singing something, Sion? Okay, we'll sing it then. Stop playing. Thank you, Jesus. She's not going to do a concert. She's just going to help orchestrate this moment.
say, I'm available. For you. I'm available. For you. Lord, we are available. Give us courage to be the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we give God just one more round of applause that he deserves, that he deserves? Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.